Now, when it comes to Mary and Joseph, we see that Mary is special in God's sight. She's like, well, who am I, you know? And God has found her faithful through the angel. Welcome everyone to podcast number 120, Renew Your Mind. With us today, we have senior pastor, Paul Gruenberg. We have retired pastor, Barry Sweets, and we have myself, Dana Hall, as the moderator. And this, uh, the next, this episode and the next couple of episodes, we're going to talk about different characters that surround the birth of Jesus. And we thought we'd start with Joseph and Mary. Um, we'll start with Joseph, and we are finding that there's not a lot of, um, there's not a lot of, well, I think we found that Joseph doesn't really speak in Scripture, but he is referred to. Um, so I'll throw it out to both of our pastors and let them follow up on that. And we were looking that up, and we can't find a place where Joseph actually speaks, but um, in the Gospel of Matthew, seems to focus more on the Joseph side of the story where Luke focuses more on the Mary side of the story. Mm -hmm. And I guess we wanted to delve into Joseph and Mary, you know, are they, were they special people? Although obviously they were special people, but were they, were they like us, ordinary people? Were they something more than that? Um, That's an interesting question. Were they special? mm -hmm. Uh, I think, the word would be that they were faithful. Mm-hmm. Um, I think God doesn't just choose anyone. Although, you know, there are times when we look at, going back to the Old Testament, um, Samson. Samson was quite a character and- He was, was a jerk. Okay, so <laughs> so Samson had some issues and yet God used him anyway. Mm-hmm. Now, when it comes to Mary and Joseph, we see that Mary is- uh, is special in God's sight, you know, and she's like, well, who am I? Right. Mm-hmm. You know, right. and God has found her faithful through mm-hmm. the angel. That um, doesn't mean sinless. No. You know, and no. I think we need to say that because yeah, some traditions, some places, you know, view her as, as virtually sinless and, mm-hmm. and I don't buy that. I think she's a normal human being mm-hmm. that loved God and tried to live her life in a way that honored God. And I think Joseph's the same way. Mm-hmm. And that's why Joseph and Mary were chosen, is that um, Paul's word, um, that they were faithful, is the appropriate word. Because mm-hmm. I think we're all special. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were faithful, and God noticed, and 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 they had the heart that he was looking for. I like that. They had the heart. Yeah. They, may, right. they may not be perfect, but they had the heart. And... Um, um, it, it does. It does say in Luke um, when the angel came to uh, Mary, said the virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, "Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you." Right. And that highly favored um, is that because God had already chosen her, regardless of her past, mm-hmm. or was it that she was? really highly favored by God because her relationship with God was deep, right. uh, was an abiding, you know, it wasn't just a, you know, wow, we were close last Tuesday, but today I'm feeling really far from you, you know, right. type of thing. It was mm-hmm. an abiding relationship. And Mary was troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. 
and then goes on to say that you're going to conceive a son. And he will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. And so we see that, and this is this is maybe, maybe this is something that motivates you. When you see that uh, Mary, who is highly favored by God because of her relationship with God, is being used by God. You know, who doesn't want to be used by God? Mm-hmm. Uh, as, a, as a Christian, somewhere in your DNA, somewhere mm-hmm. in the back of your mind, there's the desire to be used by God somehow, some way. And a part of what, as Christians, we need to do, and I think we talked about this in one of our breaks, it's not about what we sometimes add it's sometimes what we take away or get rid of in our lives. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, And Good so point. if we're willing to be faithful to God, willing to get rid of all of the distractions that keep us from God, then I think we can develop our relationship with God more so that God can use us. Mm-hmm. And we have to be open to be used, which mm-hmm. is and available. And available. Yeah, and I think yeah. they were both open and available. Um, but I do think going back to your initial question is mm-hmm. that they were ordinary, everyday human beings um, that had a a deep and abiding relationship with God the Father. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So going back, if we want to, if we want to learn more about Joseph, we focus on Matthew. And if we want to learn more about Mary and the scriptures, we focus on in Luke, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so let's talk about Joseph for a moment. Okay. You know, who was he? He was probably the son of a carpenter or someone who worked in uh, wood, metal, mm-hmm. me- well, possibly metal, but wood, stone. And so he had a viable life. He had an ability to uh, support a family. Right. Uh, the tendency is that the male is generally older than the female. Mm-hmm. It may be uh, just a few years. Uh, you know, we think in terms of, again, today's world, you know, people aren't getting married till in their 30s now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know of one couple whose husband is younger than the wife. Mm-hmm. And it works both ways. You yeah. know, maybe the uh, husband is older than the wife. But generally in biblical times, we see uh, the male is generally a few years older than the female. The female is generally getting married anywhere between 13 and 16. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, that's when they're pledged to and be we married. We still see them as kids. We you still know. see them yeah. as kids today. I mean, right. how could you even think that? You know, yeah. getting married to a girl who's 13 or 14 years old. And if you're in your 20s or 30s, yeah. That would be yeah, crazy. Yeah, today it's, it, it's crazy. Today it's <laughs> yeah. breaking the law. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But the reality is, again, we have to keep the mindset, what was it like in biblical times as opposed to today's mm. day right. and age? And I think that in terms of Joseph's age, one of the ways that we kind of work around it is he died early in the story. Or he, or he is not mentioned. Or he's not mentioned. We assume he died, and it, you know, 
because and some people go, well, he was older than Mary, and so he just died of natural causes mm-hmm. because he was older. Or, you know, he worked in construction. It could have been because of that, or he just isn't mentioned. He doesn't appear when Mary appears in the uh, the rest of the story. Maybe he's always on a job site. He could somewhere. be. You know, but we really don't know. We make assumptions there that we have to be careful about making. Right. We do know that Mary and the siblings of Jesus meet Jesus when he's just performing a miracle and knock on the house and your brothers your brothers and sisters are here. And he goes, who are my brothers and mm-hmm. sisters? Mm-hmm. And so from that particular uh, scripture, we know that Joseph's not mentioned at all and only Mary and Jesus' siblings are mentioned. Right. So... And then the fact that Joseph is no longer mentioned at the at the cross, it's just Mary with the disciple John. You know, Jesus says, John, this is your mother. Uh, Mom, this mm-hmm. is your, your son. So we don't see Joseph mentioned after the birth uh, of Jesus, after they go down to Egypt and come back up to Nazareth. Right. When he was 12 years old, I think. Oh, Jesus yes. Jesus 12 years That's old. That's right. Then. And we have the Passover where they go to Jerusalem and then right. uh, Jesus is Joseph 12. is in that story, but so Jesus would have been 12. And that shows, that. and I think that shows Joseph's faithfulness to the law and to uh, carrying out the law for mm-hmm. he and his family uh, during those days. So yeah, Joseph's a faithful man, uh, faithful to God. Mary is a faithful uh, woman to God and they're and highly he, favored. And yeah. he loves Mary. That was one point that, that you had raised, Pastor Paul. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, and I think not- that that speaks to the mention of brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. You know, some traditions out there believe that, that those brothers and sisters come from a previous marriage of Joseph's, which we don't know about. Um, but if they're a normal married couple, that they would have had children. Mm-hmm. And, um, Protestants tend to focus on that those were biological children and brothers and sisters of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Correct. So they would be half-siblings. Right. Um, the, there are some denominations that would suggest that uh, Joseph actually, or that Mary was a virgin and remained a virgin all her life, and that the siblings to Jesus that are mentioned in Scripture were Joseph's children from a previous right. marriage. And so, you know, there, there is that perspective. But, you know, I'm more of the mindset that mm-hmm. they're half-brothers, uh, mm-hmm. that they're Mary's children. And well, and Scripture only says don't consummate the marriage uh, um, until, until Jesus is born. Yeah. So there's the assumption that that's going to happen. Right. And I think that's a fair assumption to make. Right. And when we talk about the faithfulness of Mary, uh, Joseph was also faithful, thinking in terms of your your betrothed is pregnant, and uh, the angel says, you know, you stay with her, and you're going to name this baby Jesus. And he obeyed. Mm-hmm. Well, and he could have had her stoned. He could have. He could have know, had her stoned. But he loved. You could see the love in him for her. Is that he wanted to? The word was divorce her quietly mm-hmm. before 
the angel intervened. So he intervened. had considered it. He'd considered it, you know, and he didn't totally understand what was happening here mm-hmm. at this point until the angel came and spoke to him. Mm-hmm. And But he was obedient once that happened, which tells us about his heart mm-hmm. and his faithfulness. Again, we keep coming back to that, is that that would have been a tough pill to swallow to find out that your fiancé is pregnant and then for her to be saying, by the Holy Spirit. It's like, yeah, right, okay. Who's going to believe that? <laughs> and And there's pretty good evidence that her family didn't believe it or his family. Yeah. Um, so so he took some convincing, but he came around. He came around. He was obedient. And then we have the story of uh, Herod. Um, the Magi came looking for for this this baby uh, that was born, and um, Joseph was warned in an, warned in another dream to take the child and go down to Egypt, and he obeyed. Mm-hmm. And then. After a time, maybe it was a year, maybe it was a couple years, the angel said it's safe to go back up. Right. And so he then took Jesus and Mary and went back up to their hometown, which was Nazareth. So he's, he had an obedient heart, and mm-hmm. he was able to hear from God. I think that's, that's not noted um, enough, that he was mm, available and that he actually heard well, from the angel at this point, but that he was available to to listen. Yeah, I find that, to me, that's so important. I mean, these ordinary people that are so not ordinary and they continue to listen and listen always. Mm-hmm. And why, why that's lead what an, makes them special. Why lead an ordinary life when mm-hmm. you can leave an live an extraordinary life? Yeah. And there are examples of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think we'll end that, end this episode on that note. And um, our next podcast, we're going to get into um, another character, uh, the innkeeper. And uh, we hope you join us for that next podcast. We come to you from the First United Methodist Church. We're located at 215 South Center Street in Gaylord, Michigan. You can reach us at 989-732-5380. Or you can Google us, and uh, our website will tell you just about everything you need to know about us. Um, We do have a Christmas pageant service at 10 a.m. on December the 18th. And um, our Christmas Eve services are at 4 p.m., which will be a contemporary service. And 6 p.m. will be our traditional service. And we we really hope you can join us for those events, uh, either in person or on Facebook or YouTube. Thanks, everyone, for joining us.